0: morning. Morning. Let's let's just pause for
1: a moment and allow the Holy Spirit to to move again on us here. Yield your hearts to him. Yield yourself. Do you sense that sweet presence of the Lord during worship? Well, that presence has not left. There he goes. See, yield your hearts to it. Now, that's speaking in other tongues. And what that is, the Bible says forbidden not from speaking in tongues. And in speaking of tongues, that's being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And everybody, that's a a price Jesus paid so that you could be filled with the Holy Spirit too. And it says in the Bible that when you pray in tongues, men don't understand you. But God does. And it says in the Bible that you're giving thanks well. It says in the Bible that you're speaking out mysteries and secrets. Those mysteries and secrets could be a part of your life. You're praying out the future. You might be praying out for your children. You might be praying out for people in Afghanistan or uh, any other country. God touches this whole world, Amen. And we just yield ourselves. Just just allow him to do a work in your heart. Don't care about anybody else at this point, even though we are family and we care and deeply love one another. God wants to touch your heart. He wants to touch your heart.
0: Lord, we yield our hearts to you.
1: Worship you, Lord.
0: We desire Lord. Work among us through the word of God and through your spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So I just pause and ask you, Holy Spirit, do you want to do something here in our midst? You can do anything you want, Lord. This is your church. We are here for you, just like that song we sang.
1: God's knocking on your heart, on your door. He wants to take roadblocks out of the way so your fellowship with him is better, sweeter, more personal. you're dealing with something in your body just lay it out before the Lord because God wants you whole spirit, soul and body because the body is for the Lord and the Lord is for the body Yes, I agree. Would you guys go up and play? Thank you. Praise to him, worship to him. If you could come up here and play something that's like holy, 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 holy. If you have something in your body... That you're desiring a healing for? I want you to come up. And, and ushers, I want you to come behind them. Who's dealing with something? Come on, we can't be afraid of this. This is, I mean, this is how God works. It's unexpected, I, we didn't expect it but you know and you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit
2: Thought would move are Things you never thought would change, are going change Things you never thought would thought would move are gonna move. Things you never thought would change are gonna change. Things you never thought would break are gonna break. Wide as long
1: worship you Lord worship you Lord give you honor and glory in this place Lord we know you're working Lord even though we don't feel that you're working either we don't see that you're working we know you are working you declared what should we do to do the works of God and you simply answered and said only believe 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 Healing is part of the gospel. It is a part of the gospel. Glory to God.
0: You know, we Hmm. we were in First Peter chapter two today. And it's
1: Open your Bible. If you
0: open your Bible, (laughs) First Peter chapter two.
1: We're gonna jump.
0: We're just going to we can just continue to play a little bit if you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to cover chapter 2 and we were going to we were going to read through 11 through 25. But since we just had this moment this time of praying for people, praying for the sick, praying for infirmities, it would seem really appropriate to head into 1 Peter 2 22 and just refresh our hearts for some of you this might be new to you these scriptures that we're going to read but the reason that we pray for people and lay hands on the sick is because we believe in the truth of these scriptures and what they mean because these from 22 to 25 uh, this is describing what jesus did for us on the cross when he bore our sicknesses and carried away our pains. And let's just read that. Verse 22, this is talking about Jesus. He was guilty of no sin, neither was deceit or guile ever found on his lips. When he was reviled and insulted, he didn't revile and offer insult in return. And when he was abused and suffered, he made no threats of vengeance, but he trusted himself in everything To him who judges fairly. Verse 24, this is what he was doing on the cross when he was bearing the penalty for our sin. And sickness came on the heels of sin. Sickness is a slow destruction, it brings eventually death if it goes on long enough. And this is what, when he redeemed us from our sin, he was, verse 24 says, he personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree. So he personally did it for the world, but he personally did it for you. When we read scripture, we have to take this to ourselves. He was, he knows each one of us individually. We are each called a child of God, a son or daughter of God. So he was personally bearing, and you might look in your Bible and scratch out our and put my, Because that's really the truth of it. He was bearing my sickness. He was bearing my sin, your sin, in his own body on the tree. This is what it was going to take to bring us redemption. Yes. To bring life, resurrection, eternal life back to us. And he offered himself on that tree as a sacrifice for us that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been what? healed. And that word in the Greek means healing. Because sometimes people, you know, they argue about this. It didn't really mean physical healing. It means physical healing. This is why Jesus went about teaching, preaching, and healing the sick. Because healing was a result of sin and destruction that came with sin. And so he bore our sin on the cross. And when he was bearing our sin on the cross, He was bearing the penalty for our sin. And then one of the penalties, again, I say, is sickness and infirmity. That's right. That we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you've been healed. For you were going astray like so many sheep. But now you've come back to the shepherd and the guardian of your soul. And so it delights God's heart to heal. Yes. Sometimes we wonder, does he want me healed? He does want you healed. Yes. He wants you well. He wants you whole. And we have to keep opening up ourselves to this. We have to keep opening up our heart by faith to believe.: could go to Isaiah.: Yeah, let's go to Isaiah because this is, this is actually in fulfillment of Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. The Bible is such a beautiful book. You know, it's 66 books in the Bible, but they all coordinate into one large storyline. It tells us of who we are, what creation, and what sin did to us, and what the Father did in his plan of redemption through his son Jesus to bring us back. into fullness, into the righteousness, the right standing that he always desired us to have. And this is Isaiah 53. This is written 700 some years before Jesus came, but it's a prophetic word that Jesus fulfilled when he was on the cross. Verse four of Isaiah 53. Surely, surely, not maybe, but surely. Surely he's borne our griefs. And that word means a complete removal. He bore them. And that word in the, in the Hebrew means sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. Surely he's borne our griefs, sicknesses, weaknesses, and distresses. And he carried, now I would like to say my sorrows and pains. I've crossed that out in my Bible instead of our sorrows. He carried your sorrows, my sorrows, make it personal, and my pain of punishment. Yet we considered him stricken by God and afflicted. But ber- verse 5, this is what was happening. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my guilt and iniquities. And the punishment that I needed that was subdued to me went upon him. And with the stripes that wounded him, I am. I am. It says in your Bible, we are, but you could you, you very truthfully say, I am healed and made whole. And that word is Rapha in Hebrew. In other words, he's saying, I'm Jehovah Rapha. I'm the God who heals you. In the same verse, just like in 1 Peter, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has made the light upon him. The Lord put on him the guilt and iniquity of us all. And if you look in your Bible, there's a reference in my Bible to First Peter two, twenty-four and twenty-five. And Matthew eight. You want to go there? One more. Eight. Worship you, Lord. Thank you. Presence, Holy Spirit.
1: Yeah.
0: You do desire the word to be preached, but you also said that you would confirm your word with signs following. Mm-hmm. And so we just. We, we, we yield, believe it. We yield ourselves to you, Holy Spirit.
1: We absolutely believe it.
0: This is Matthew 8.
1: Let's go to. Uh, 16. You want to go. Yeah, 16. Yeah, at least 16. Maybe 14. <laughs>
0: Well, 14 says, And when Jesus went into Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying ill with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she got up and began waiting on him. And when evening came, they brought to him many who were under the power of demons. And he drove out the spirits with a word, and he restored to health. How many? How many? All who were sick. So if you went to him that day, you wouldn't have been left behind. He restored the health all who were sick. Why, what was he doing? Verse 17, and thus he fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, what we just read, Isaiah 53. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, in, in person, he's saying, I'm fulfilling that prophetic word 700 years ago of what I would do on the cross for my, the people, and for my people. He's
1: the same yesterday.
0: And thus he fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He he himself took in order to carry it away. Yes. Our weaknesses and infirmities. And he bore away our diseases. So we just open up our spirit to you, Holy Spirit. Help us. Help us to receive the truth of that word. Because so often we have a mental block up here. You know, we're so used to reasoning everything out. Help us, Holy Spirit. Open up the eyes of our understanding that we might see and know the things that you've freely given us. That we might walk in the truth. That we might be a people, Lord, that reflect your your goodness in ways like physical health. Yes. You know, I, I think of... you hear about these stories of people in the near-death experience where their physical body dies but when their spirit leaves their body and I'm not because your spirit looks like you but it's perfect so when that spirit leaves their body they'll often say I felt perfect I was full of life and not a bit of infirmity the body the physical body without the spirit is you know it, it's dead but on yours in your spirit the holy spirit's power is pure and righteous yes and so in your spirit there's righteousness there's holiness there's pure everlasting life this is why it says in romans i'm just gonna, i'll read it What's that? romans eight
1: aha this is my favorite healing scripture
0: Because I think to myself, when these people say their spirit left their body, they looked just these. They said, "I looked just like myself, but I was in vibrant life." And then when they came back, you know, into their body, it brought life back into their body. My point in saying this is, it says here, verse eight,
1: Romans chapter eight, verse eleven make sure you get it, underline it in your Bible because you can go back to it and start to feed on that, feed on that feed on that, use your holy imagination to see this happening in your body right now
0: if the spirit of him, this is Romans 8, 11. if the spirit of him, meaning Jesus who raised up, or Father God, who raised up Jesus from the dead, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> dwells in you
1: are you born again? <laughs> The Spirit of Christ dwells in you.
0: Then he who raised up Christ Jesus from the dead will also restore life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. And see, I believe this is what the Lord wants to do as we walk and journey through this earth, as we think, meditate on what he did for us at the cross. That the Spirit on the inside of us, which is full of eternal life, and the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us, will quicken your mortal body. Make alive your mortal body. Bring healing to your mortal body.
1: Corinthians says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He wants that whole and healed.
0: And it takes meditation. Yes, sir. It takes thinking about this, meditating on it. And I know it takes a lot of resisting of natural thinking. How many of you have found that out? your your natural mind will want to say no and your body will want to scream no But. but we are people who are to learn to walk by faith and not by sight and this is not easy it is I am not saying it's an easy thing to do but if we if we never talk about it it gets even harder because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God so as we open up our heart And we meditate on these things and we pray and ask God and we seek Him and we read the scriptures with an attitude of saying, open my eyes, Holy Spirit, to see what's been freely given to me. Then I, He begins to work. I know we prayed for Yolanda some weeks ago during one of our Wednesday evening prayer meetings. And, uh... She had a, she's still feeling good. (laughs) Stand up, Yolanda, just for a second, so people know who you are, yeah. (laughs) But it was just one of those moments at the end of the prayer meeting where we felt again, like, you know, I think the Holy Spirit wants to pray, wants to pray for people, wants us to pray for people. And Yolanda had had a sore arm for quite some time. She works in the health field, you know, helping elderly patients. She did and uh, injured her arm. Anyway, she came forward and we prayed for her. And uh, by the next day, is that right, Yolanda? By the next day. She came back the next day or the next week and she said, look at my arm. (laughs) Amen. And so these things, God does. God does desire to heal. Did
1: you really? Mark. Mark chapter 16. You born again? Anybody in here born again? Okay, then Romans eight eleven. What did it say? It says, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, That same spirit will quicken your mortal body. Quicken your mortal body. Make it alive. Make it alive. If you can understand, we're children of light. And that light will permeate and affect your physical body. If you just agree with it and you start to work with it and you start to do exactly what Pastor Mamie says. You know, sometimes healings, you've got to fight for it. That's why in Ephesians chapter 6, it says, take up the whole armor of God. And our weapon, the only weapon we have, is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So when you're dealing with a situation, you have to build your faith up. Do you understand? Hey, we love instant miracles. We've seen them. But listen to what this says. Yeah, let's go to uh verse 15 John our Mark chapter 16 verse 15. You know we believe the Bible. Yes, we do. This is we are not ashamed of the gospel. Yes. Amen. Yes, yeah, right. It's the power unto salvation. And Jesus says this to his disciples. Do you know that you're a disciple? Yes. Do you know that that You're a saint. Do you know the Bible calls you saints? It says this. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Healing is part and parcel of the gospel. He said, he who believes and has been baptized shall be saved. You see that believing comes before baptism. Okay, just let everybody know <laughs> and sometimes there's a confusion in that you know I was baptized by my grandpa when I was a little baby but I didn't believe it, you know, I, I got re-baptized after I really did believe and we believe in full immersion amen because you go under the water and that symbolizes you died with Christ and you raise up again to newness of life Okay, that's really what happened when you were born again. Now, we have to stay in that newness of life. And how do we stay in that newness of life? Right here, folks, in the Word. And you, you, you believe. That's your faith muscle getting exercised. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. This is why we're here, to have people get their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because if you're born again, you came out of death. You came out of condemnation. We were all condemned, every one of us, until we opened our heart to Jesus. And then he washed us clean. We died with him in newness of life. We are his followers. We are believers. Look what it says in verse 17. And these signs could. Okay. You got to get that in your heart and lock in on it. These signs will accompany those who have believed. Jesus says in my name they'll cast out demons they'll speak with new tongues they'll pick up serpents and if they drink any deadly poison it shall not hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover now I said we love to see instant things but this said they will recover that denotes a period of time Okay, and in that time, what do you do? You pray, you read the Word, you declare God's Word over you. Listen, I've been battling problems with my knees and my hips, but I talk to them. Instead of saying all the time, ah, "I can't, I can't," I tell them, "Nope, you're healed." Nope, I I use my holy imagination. And so here's the pain. I imagine that I've got it in my hand, and I move it over here, getting it off my body. Now, you don't have to do it that way. It's just something for me because I'm visual, and I like to see things in my imagination. So I'm exercising my faith. There are times when my knees were hurting so bad that uh, exercising my faith was going for a walk understand that's just me I'm not saying that that's how you got to do it you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit you have a relationship with God himself he will direct and guide you and don't ever give up never give up never, never, never it's just what the Bible says that Jesus will never forsake you that word means never, never, never he will never leave you ever. When we recognize we have the God of the universe entwined and made one with our spirit, now we have to learn how to tap into that. Amen? And when we do, we're going to follow Him in such a way that. We're just absolutely in love with Him. Absolutely. This is why He created the church. We, of like faith, can meet together, learn together, encourage one another, help one another. You know, anybody have a bad day? Ever? Yeah. And you know what's really great? When I have a brother or a sister in Christ that I can say, man, I, I feel like I'm defeated today. And then what do they do? They tell you the word. They pump you up with the word of God in, in love. They say, oh, man, you know what? I was just praying and this and that. Uh, Pastor Mamie uh, was praying, what was it? Earlier in the week, she saw herself praying for Dave. Chris comes up and said I had a dream last night that I was healed his foot was healed see now now we're brothers and sisters and now we can exercise our faith for everybody else I want the healing anointing to rest on this church I want the kids to walk in the truth of, of the spirit of Christ I want us to understand that we are a family and we need each other. So we're just going to pray a general prayer and we'll be dismissed. You're wonderful, Jesus. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we obeyed you by laying hands on our brothers and sisters. And you, Spirit of the living God, do the work. We trust you to do the work. We believe you are working. We believe every single person will recover. Every single person will recover. i would mentioned here about all this is because of the love of God. Because He loves you. He loves you. And if you're not a believer, Jesus made the way of you coming out from all that condemnation. If you're here and you haven't really given your life to Christ, you've been under a cloud the whole time. If you are here and ready to walk in newness of life through Jesus Christ who came to this earth who sacrificed himself on that cross. He died. He bled. He died. The third day he rose up again. And the Bible declares that's when you were justified. If you want to give your life to Christ, and I don't know why you wouldn't, I'm asking you to just simply raise your hand so we can see it, and we'll pray because prayer is incredible. A simple, heartfelt prayer will take you out of the kingdom of darkness and bring you into the kingdom of light. Anyone at all? Okay. Father God, I ask that that healing anointing rest upon every single person in here. That you envelop them in the healing anointing. I even pray, Lord God, when they go to sleep tonight, they look up to you and say, I'm going to go sleep in the healing room tonight and allow the Holy Spirit to do the work. I call blessings from heaven upon every single person in here and every child back there, every worker back there. We open ourselves up to your goodness, Lord. And we believe you want to bless us. In Jesus' name, amen.